34 wins, 23 draws, 29 losses uh, against top six. Six wins, seven draws, 18 losses under Jose Mourinho, and the era is officially over. It took more than a year for the Friedkins to realize that this is not going to work, that they need to change things up. It took more than a year of Roma playing dog shit football, of nothing developing, of all players getting worse and worse, of every single game being exactly the same, just carbon copy, really, of the previous week, previous weekend, whatever. Uh, it took Roma going from perennial Champions League team, even when we played Europa League under Fonseca, all of our fans were like, we deserve better. This team deserves Champions League. We went down to, I hope we qualify for the Intertoto Cup rebranded into Conference League. Um, what else do you say? It went from Lukaku and Dybala being considered world-class to obsolete and unwanted by everyone in the world. It went to Pellegrini being sought by PSG for 60 million, Spinazzola 55 million to being unwanted anywhere except maybe Saudi Arabia, but not really. It went from Roma being perennial second place Finnish team um, to again under Fonseca and Eusebio De Francesco, who kind of, you know, didn't really finish there, but everyone was mad at them for not doing so. To now being completely fucking fine. We were sitting in ninth spot and we we're thinking maybe we'll finish sixth again if somebody is uh, uh, nice enough to give us that. It went from blaming Anthony Taylor for everything that happened last year to realizing Anthony Taylor is not the reason Roma finished sixth last year. We finished sixth because Juventus cheated and got punished for it, so we should have finished seventh. The era of Jose Mourinho in Rome is over. Hi, I'm Greaves. Hi, Char. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty okay, considering the fact that I don't have to listen to these insufferable assholes on my social media anymore telling me how great Jose Mourinho is and how we should respect his legacy. And you're listening to that and watching this Roma and thinking, where do you people watch the games? You do? You see how these players are dog shit? We have to watch this every single week with nothing changing. There is no progress. There is no change. There is nothing. You want to talk about beating a dead horse? We're going to pummel the dead horse into a fucking puddle. We're going to talk about Jose Mourinho. His legacy in Romo is going to live with this podcast because we're going to talk about him every single fucking week. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> nah, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, but yeah, it's over. Fritkins fired him and hired Daniele De Rossi. And apparently he already had all of his clothes printed with DDR. And... Um, all of his technical staff you know, is also hired. <laughs> yeah, but you know how easy it is to get equipment ready. Like, I've watched uh, other sports, and they have, like, jerseys ready to go, like, immediately. They have they have a kit room full of, like, brand new equipment. All you got to do is just put it under an embroidery machine, and off you go. It's not but that do hard. They, do they also have technical staff just laying around waiting for someone to pick them up? Because yeah. Daniel that was his first practice There's today. There's an equipment room full of technical staff ready to go. <laughs> so why did he have fought it for so long, man? Oh, I man. Don't know. He, 
we had a different assistant coach, Jose Mourinho would have accomplished more with this team. Yeah, I feel like if we had a different like coach from three years ago, it would be a different <laughs> team. Like, um, <coughs> I've, I've wanted to say this for so long, and I haven't. I haven't because I was waiting for the right point. But I honestly believe that I wasn't like I'm not pro Jose out for the sake of Jose being out. I have a I feel like Jose wasn't the right fit three years ago. Roma was going into a financial fair play agreement for five years. They needed some. They honestly should have gone with somebody just, you know, play a little play it down to earth. We don't need any expectations. Just, you know, have a decent showing in the league. Maybe go get, like, you know, the conference league spot or whatever. But having Jose come in, you immediately have people, oh, my goodness, we have to contend. We have to contend for a Champions League spot. And you're not going to get that result with entering into a settlement where you have to sell more than you can spend. And I feel like that... That was one of the downfalls to this team. We got Paulo Dybala and everybody's like, oh my goodness, it's it's Mourinho and all that. And people are like, oh my goodness, we got Lukaku and it's only because of Mourinho. Well, that athletic article that I mentioned last podcast, uh, Pinto actually texted um, Lukaku's agent and was just joking around. I heard Lukaku's available and they were talking about somebody else. Because they, you know, agents have multiple players. And Lukaku's agent's like, we'll see. That's not Jose polling. That's Pinto making a joke to the agent and an attracting, you know, they'll be like, oh my goodness, it's it's Mourinho's poll that Lukaku chose Roma. No, you go wherever they'll pay you. It was literally Saudi Arabia or Rod on the Chelsea bench. Like, you have no other choice. So speaking no. of Pinto, um, Considering his specialty has been, like we talked last podcast about him leaving Roma, considering his specialty is systems and bringing youth and working with youth, youth whatever, young players. I there I read a news that uh, Daniel De Rossi is already advocating for Pinto to stay, which is ridiculous. But what if the Friedkins fired Jose? Like already decided, I don't know, two weeks ago to fire Jose just to have Pinto stay on. Because what if Pinto came in and said, uh, yeah, Jose just signed Hoysen. Hoysen, I'm sorry, forgot how to say his name. Apologies to our Dutch listener. Listeners, we have more than one. Really. And <laughs> and uh, and he was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm leaving. This, this is bullshit. I'm not dealing with this. And the Freakings were like, you know what? This is true. That's correct. Let's let's get rid of Jose. This is too much. This is too far. Um, you can stay in Roma. We'll give you keys to wherever you want. Because I don't think that Pinto is staying because that jo- apparently, according to several credible sources, they wanted P- uh, Mourinho gone after the Europa League final in Budapest because of his outburst to the referees, which was unacceptable in their eyes. But Pinto convinced him to. St- convinced them to let him stay and then they had another loss um i forget who it was against but uh i want to say it's against like bologna and they're like okay we got to get rid of him now and pinto's like no 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 just have him just keep keeps having him stay 
and then Pinto has decided that he wants to leave. So I don't think that uh, Pinto would come back uh, because De Rossi requested him. Because <laughs> one, I uh, we'll get into this later, but I honestly don't think that uh, Daniele De Rossi is going to be here for the long term. I think he's just here as a caretaker, kind of like the last Claudio Ranieri stint. So, I mean, I think everybody thinks get- that. Everybody's yeah. sure that he. We don't know what the Ross is. I guess we'll get into that later. Um, I don't know. I, I I would be. I would not be surprised if Pinto changes his tune because his main thing. Like I haven't read the article, but from the comments and uh, summaries of people who did, his biggest issue is just working with FFP, and he doesn't want to do that anymore. He doesn't want to deal with having to sign players and draft FFP trains and figure out list A and list B and list Europa League and whatever the fuck. Um, but maybe now, if the Freakins just say, you know what, we can't sign anyone, we can't do anything, we can't spend money for the next two, three years, let's focus on youth, let's focus on selling, let's focus on developing players, and let's get someone who's going to work with, with players and be, be just be here as a coach who's going to develop as well, because we don't need to make any results, just make... <laughs> I'm not sure, like, Daniel Derosa says that the only message Friedkins had for him was to play attractive football and try to make it look competitive. That is what Roma's been about for the last 25 fucking years. Please make it look competitive. We are not going to beat Milan and Juve and Inter, but just make it look competitive. Try. That's all it's been about. So, I don't know. I feel like... I, 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 don't, I don't think it's impossible. I don't think it's impossible for Pinto to change his mind and be like, well... I don't have to sign Lukaku's and Dybala's and figure out how to sign Paredes and figure out which players we can we can sign anybody we want. Just the thing, the thing that annoys the shit out of me is that yeah. other teams are like, oh yeah, we can just get whoever and go win the league. It's interesting. Like Napoli gets this wonder Nigerian wonder kid in Victor Ozeman. And they get a de- defender in Kim Min Jae and uh, the Georgian wonder boy. I forget his name. Karvish. Yeah. And they go win the league by like they they had it wrapped up so early. And we're over here. We got Paulo Dybala. What the fuck does Apollo Dybala do? Like get injured how? and score goals. Yeah. And it's like. How how does these these three people just come out of like I want to say obscurity and go absolutely tear apart Syria and like leave Roma in six and the reason we got six is because Juve got a points deduction and still managed to come back within like a point of us like that's that's inexcusable. Why we don't need we do not need good player like we do not need good names like yeah. just go get some go get some obscure players like they just come out of the woodwork for every and I know that people are gonna be like oh my goodness well we could go get obscure players like Ante Korcic he's supposed to be the next uh, uh shit who is the other Croatian guy who plays for Real Madrid Luka Modric yes Modric he was supposed to be the next Modric and you know that turned out really well. But yeah, just go get just one. go get some go get some players 
you know, you don't have to go get the name brands. All you're doing is just pumping up jersey sales. I don't but that's care. What I mean. That's what I mean, man. What if what if Pinto just goes, okay, I don't need to work on any of these big names anymore. I can just bring whatever kids from Slovenian second league I want, you know? Well, but, apparently one of Pinto's latest transfers is they signed some Irish kid out of the Primavera. Out of Inter's Primavera. Yeah, that's amazing. Just, you know, go high. Doing it. Because I was surprised. I thought he was gone. Like, uh, there was a rumor that Pinto had already quit with the Hoysen deal and that he just didn't want to continue anymore. He was just, I'm done. Just announced in February that I've left already, but like, I'm done. And then we got and signed like three youth players. What? It's yeah, no. Yeah, he's not gone, gone. He's just mostly gone. Yeah. Uh, Jose's era. What do we? What do we remember his era by? Like, what? Not not by what people will remember it by, because we know ah, Conference League and Europa League. Ah, Anthony Taylor. What do we remember it by? What is your most memorable thing, Sarah? Honestly, my most memorable, the whole thing I've taken out of the Jose era was our win against Bayern. Uh, not Bayern, uh, Bayer Leverkusen. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, if we won, if we <coughs> won against, uh, Bayern, that would be hilarious. But Leverkusen, actually, in the Europa League. Like, that was the biggest. It was so anti-football. It was beautiful. And I was in awe. I was like, holy shit, this is peak Mourinho football. And the amount of salt that Roma got for like weeks on end oh, after yeah. that, like people were just, they were so mad that Roma won that game. It was just yeah. a tactical yeah. shithouse. I was like, this is amazing. And that's the only thing that I've taken out of it. Like everything else has been pretty meh. He's focused on winning your European cups, which, okay, sure. You know, that's important or whatever, but to me, I would be more focused on trying to get a Champions League spot. You have four of them available in the league, and you want to go focus on a 50-50 shot. We were one in... point behind it. We were one point behind fifth of fourth. Yes. When he and then you go, and then it was obvious that he just decided, nope, now nah, I'm going to play a bunch of Primavera players, and I'm going to play the bench, have fun, and you save know, everybody for the Europa League. You know what it was? It was, oh no, I lost to Kubernetes on purpose, we gave up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 bro. Just we lost the purpose, bro. We lose the Kermadez twice in in three weeks by accident. No, yeah, invented. Just. Whew. Uh, uh, yeah, that was that was actually amazing. I I completely forgot about that. Like that was so going on on our soccer and reading Fire Requisite. Ah, I remember that. It was like, yeah. I'm sorry, but it's a cup. It's you don't win a cup by by trying to play nice you don't proceed in games by trying to be nice that's oh boy uh that was beautiful uh yeah. do you have like a positive memorable thing and negative memorable thing or just like the biggest impression that was the biggest impression it was like uh winning the conference league in the moment it was great but I just I just made a post on uh, the Roma Discord. It's like doing uh, winning. It's like it's great and all 
in the past, but it's like a what are you doing for me now moment. Like, it was it was a conference league. We were the second favored team to win it behind Tottenham, and then Tottenham dropped out in the group stages because they didn't take it seriously. And then we or were the... Huh? I think it was playoffs, maybe. I, think they I don't know. They they lost. They lost they pretty early really, on. They didn't really care. But they didn't care. So that made us the favor, favorites to win it. Like, we were heavily favored. I don't... I can't remember any time that Roma's been more heavily favored to win anything. And it's like the complete opposite odds of the uh, Barcelona quarterfinals match. That one, like, I remember hearing that the odds, if you wanted to go place a bet on Roma during that match, that the odds were so bad that no bookies would take your would take your money. Yeah. But this um, time Roma had outstanding odds to win. And so I would say that winning winning the conference league, no matter how you want to spin it, probably was like the highlight because Roma hadn't won anything ever for a while. I want to say like since 2008, unless you're going to count the bonsai tree. <laughs> but don't disrespect the bonsai tree. But I want to say the absolute low point, it had to have been this whole season. Having having the worst start uh, since, I want to say like 92, 93, to start the league for the first six games. And then... <laughs> Having the easiest, having the easiest Europa League group stage, and coming in second because you want to rest players for the derby, which you then drew, and not only did you drew draw, but you had it was nil nil. And the thing about that was that um, Mourinho's record in the Derby de la Capitale, because I wanted to bring this up, um, I had all these notes before Mourinho got fired, but. In the Derby de la Capitale, under Mourinho, one win, one draw, four losses with a minus yeah. one goal differential. That's unexcusable when considering the stakes in the Derby de la Capitale. Like, you have to you have to do something better than that. And the one win was like a 3-0 thrashing of Lazio. It's like, come on, you got it. And then just... That was in his first season, and they haven't been able to do that since. So that was in his first season, and just before that, like a couple of months before that, when uh, I think, if I remember correctly, we also beat Lazio three 0 so under Fonseca. So just when I, and by the way, the one draw against Lazio was a previous game played a few months ago, where people wanted to burn Rome down because neither team came to like Lazio tried to win, kind of, but. Roma came to just not concede a goal, to not try, to not attack. There was nothing being tr attempted by Roma. Roma came there to just not, not let lose. anybody score. Like, but not even try to win the game. I've never in my life seen Roma not try to play for... Like, when Roma was fucking 17th or 16th, whatever, in 2005, and... We still like we were we finished I think two one point two points ahead of, of 17th, but we finished like sixth or something. Like that season was insane. Um Rome was still like the Rome Derby was insane. Both teams would come come to just play their hearts out and win. When Roma had four managers in a single season and had like finished the season with like fifteen games without a win, if I remember like 2004, 2005, it was it was horrible. Lazio Derby was still 
both teams came to win this a couple of months ago roma came it was so obvious we weren't even going to try to like people at 60th minute were raging that jose is taking out all the all the forwards and putting in more defenders it's like what the fuck are you doing what this either lose or win don't play for the draw what do you you, you don't do that you just don't and yeah i don't know it's it, it's 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 very easy to say that it's the third season curse for Jose Mourinho, which everyone's like, ah, it's the third season, Jose, it's, ah, it's happening. This could have been in his first season. It could have been in his second season when we lost 6-2 to Bodo Glimt. It could have been when we lost to Udinese 4-0 for absolutely no reason at all. Um, there were so many embarrassing, and then when we lost to Bodo Glimt in Rome 3-2 or 4-2. There could have been so many times when we lost a game or drew a game and you could have said, yep, this is Jose's third season, but it's been two seasons, two full seasons. I don't know. It's 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 just not. <sighs> Whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't you don't go one one four against Lazio. Not in Rome. No, and you don't you don't go one one three against Juve or zero two and four against Milan. Jesus. One two and two against Napoli, one zero and five against Inter, and two one and two against Atalanta. Hey, we beat Atalanta! Wow, amazing! Yeah, congratulations. Whatever. But yeah, like you said at the beginning in the open, uh, Mourinho's record versus top six: six wins, seven draws, eighteen losses, twenty-five out of ninety-nine possible points. You've left 75 <laughs> points on the table. Yeah. That's that's uh, unacceptable. Awful. 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 Like, I'm sorry, but the Roma I grew up with, and the reason why I'm a fan of this club, and I know people go like, well, that's the past, now things change. Yes, but the reason why so many of us are fans of Roma, like, maybe not you, because you became a fan in 2010s, whatever, how, how, are you, how are you say that? Shut up, don't judge me. No, I'm not judging. I'm just like you've you've never witnessed those bad Roma seasons. Roma was always like, yeah, whatever, go lose to Messina and Pescara and fucking Piacenza and then Vicenza and teams that you haven't heard of since 2006. <laughs> like it's fine, lose to Ascoli. We are shit anyway. Just like we want to watch Totti score goals and that's it. But come Juventus, please leave your heart on the pitch. Try to. That was that was that's what Roma was about you're playing inter leave your heart on the pitch try to kill them milan try to kill them lots you tried to like you you could not you could not lose derbies and lose big games like this like that's why roma has had this um small team mentality because we were like right there we were always trying the most against the big teams whereas other smaller teams would just kind of close down and play to not lose by much or just close. Um, Roma, no. Roma was. Yeah, I don't know. Under Jose, we 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 just. I mean, people will say Fonseca's like the reason he he was fired is because he couldn't do the same thing. He couldn't beat big teams, but Roma often dominated big teams. Like the we thing dominated. With... Sorry. The the thing that the thing that got Fonseca a pass, in my opinion is Roma ended up beating the teams that they were supposed to beat. We beat oh, the yeah. Spals, we beat the Beneventos. 
you know we yeah. we won against those teams you know i have i have the page open right now uh roma juve 2-2 we had two leads in that game ronaldo scored two amazing goals like we beat juventus in that game in my mind it's just ronaldo was on his fucking shit like, can't touch him. uh roma benevento 5-2 milan roma 3-3 roma had three leads in that game if i'm, if I'm not mistaken or sorry no two leads uh the game was insane absolutely insane decided by sorry no we were down it doesn't matter like we we beat milan that game raf was on some drugs roma 13 was on some red bullshit yes roma parma 3-0 general roma 1-3 bologna roma 1-5 mind you i was clicking through these games and <laughs> I see one goal scored for Bologna, Brian Cristante own goal. Then I was going through like some other games and I was like, hmm, yeah, Roma, uh, Shakhtar Donetsk. <laughs> no, wait, it wasn't Shakhtar. Uh, it was Braga? Yeah, Roma <laughs> Braga, Brian Cristante own goal. Um, doesn't matter. Crotone Roma, 1-3. Uh, Roma Spezia, 4-3. That was the game where Roma had like a 3-0 leader, 3-1, and Spezia came with like, came back into the game with two really late goals. And everyone was oh, like, yeah, so that's like, who we play against against the Rocket League. <laughs> yeah, and it was like one minute left of the game. Roma concedes a goal 3 3, and everyone was like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? And nobody expected, like, Roma immediately attacked. But, like, really took the ball, just pushed forward. We scored another, like, goal two minutes later. So. Roma Hellas Verona 3 1. Like, these are, these, are, these are normal results. This is what we wanted. Roma in Inter 2 2. Um, Later on, we kind of fell apart in the season because whatever. I'm gonna get into that, but like, yes, this is this is the essence of a big team. You destroy small teams, control the game, and then go into derbies trying to win. Roma controlled yeah, and, a lot of these derbies. And and the thing is, is that like Roma would play. Uh, we played in the Europa League, and we played against like Ajax, and that was like a really close game and all that. Roma should not be having close games against Feyenoord. Like, yeah. we should be putting Feyenoord away. If Ajax is giving us hard time, then Feyenoord should absolutely be nowhere close to that. Or, what was it, Vitesse or Vitesse, Ludogorets? yeah. I'm like, oh yes. my god, we barely beat some teams I that we don't even book friendlies against. Like, we barely beat teams that if Roma played friendlies against, friendlies against them, it'd be like, ah, um, why would I watch Roma play again? Seriously? Yeah, it's yeah. Let me let me look it up. Uh... Bodo glimp. We got this church six two, but Bodo fucking glimped, man. Yeah, it was funny because there was another group of people that were like, oh yeah, we're go. It's gonna be fun because we're just gonna <clears throat> casually walk over some ice ice farmers. It's like, no, you're not ice farmers. And everyone goes like, yes, Fonseca is the worst coach of all time. I've seen that Man United Roma game is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. With that same team, Jose lost to Bodo fucking glimpsed with the same result. What are you talking about? Jesus. You know who scored for Man United? Cavani. They had Paul Pogba. They had Mason Greenwood. They had Bruno Fernandes. And we were like, uh, yeah, VR and Diawara. <laughs> really? Uh... What? That's the final. That was the final. Oh, come on. I know you were here somewhere. I just wanted to look up the uh, what, what we ended up winning by. 
in the in the um because i feel like we like shithouse to like one nil in the conference league when we should have been absolutely smacking everyone yeah but, there's a lot of yeah it was uh like bodo took the first they took the first leg of the quarterfinals 2-1 and then we came back and thrashed them 4-0 at at the olympico but the thing is that the olympico holds more people than the entire town of bodo and glimp combined <laughs> like i'm i'm dead ass yeah and then in the semis roma drew leicester 1-1 and then they won 1-0 at home so 2-1 on aggregate and then one 1-0 i'm like you know what? are you, you know what? fucking kidding me people go like oh yeah leicester is a big team look at their names they have jamie Vardy and Vardy and shit. yeah leicester got route like they were on uh that season like that year that whole year like the first half the uh, second half of that season they were trash they got relegated the next season because they never recovered from playing that badly they were absolutely not deserving to be like semi-finals team of the face any competition like they were just there it show it goes to show how bad the competition is if Leicester who couldn't beat anybody was yeah, in the Leicester semifinal Leicester finished 8th and then the next season they finished 18th yeah so yeah Awful. but um, it's yeah. horrible anyway Jose era uh might be finished and might be gone and might is finished is gone forever. I, I don't know, dude. What if we fucking wake up and... Psych? <laughs> this has been a test of the emergency Jose firing system. Had this been real, <laughs> you would know. Dude, you want to talk about what, what got him to this point? Because I feel like Ooh. there was two nasty losses uh, that happened yeah. in the last week. You know what got him to this point? It's that uh, Napoli with Wal Walter Mazzari, who are dog shit, are ahead of Roma. <laughs> It's at Bologna with, uh, without a win for three game days now, are three points ahead of Roma. It's at Atalanta who are falling apart by the seasons are ahead of Roma with four points. It's at Fiorentina who have third of our budget, including FFP, are in the fourth place. It's that Lazio is not doing well. They have four consecutive wins now, which barely makes sixth place like they're one point ahead of bologna for six all of these teams are and we just signed fucking lukaku none of these teams have lukaku like everyone's like oh yeah lukaku's disappearing again he's doing his thing what do you mean disappearing has anybody watched throw play our game consists of uh, you have the ball find lukaku it's it's the big black dude standing 50 meters ahead of you like throw the ball at him he's gonna do something the guy who doesn't have a first fucking touch he's the worst touch in history of football and we're playing a game of uh throw the ball to lukaku he's gonna do sorry yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just, just want to yell i just want to like you know somebody said um well i'm not doing smile. anything go for it <laughs> somebody wrote smile because it happened cry because it's over and i'm like no cry because it happened and smile because it's over I want to scream because this this is what and all the Joseph bots we had to fucking deal with everywhere. Ah, sorry. Yeah. What 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 led to this? Well, you Roma lost me. in Roma lost in the Coppa Italia to Lazio. Uh, that was 
absolutely atrocious to watch. Lazio should be deleted off the face of the earth. <laughs> laser, laser pointers and throwing bottles and trash and flares everywhere. You know, like, I'm not. I'm we not... didn't. It didn't. You like? Let me finish my sentence. God damn it! It didn't <laughs> take all this fucking interference from the fans to lose. We would have lost on our own. There. <sighs> I. I'm usually very self-critical. I don't like introspection and looking into yourself and try to see. There is absolutely no fucking way that if Roma fans threw a bottle at any any opposing player, there is no way the Olympico wouldn't be closed for fans for like 10 months. Lazio got a 50,000 euro fine. 50,000 euros. I know for Lotito that's a lot of money because he wouldn't fucking spend that on uh, Sergei, but let alone somebody else but like fifty thousand euro fine for throwing glass bottles at allegedly they were plastic according to the lazio fans in the reddit but they were filled yeah. with piss so you know well, but then again cheap beer is piss so you would know uh I do. <laughs> we don't have piss beer in Anyway. I know your beer is so much better. I uh, please take me so I can have some better beer. You know what? <laughs> Actually, it's it's, it's I'm declaring. I'm going. I'm going to come across in a in a sh little life raft across the Mediterranean. Come pick me up in Tirana. I <laughs> I'm not going to Albania. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm Serbian. <laughs> like... Yeah, just hold your breath the whole time you're there. Come get me. Rescue me. <laughs> I I was getting arrested on the border and they'd be like, why are you here? Like, I I got lost. <laughs> I got lost and they're like, mm, you're planning to assassinate someone. No, I don't. That's true, but let me in anyway. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh... Actually, it's, it, I, 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 have to, I have to say my family or like wide family, they've been to Albania a couple of times at the, at the coast for like and they say it's fucking amazing and nobody cares like they went there with a car nobody cares that they had serbian car plays they said it's really nice super cheap and super nice like beautiful beaches and shit. So, yeah so roma lose one nil to lazio lazio 43 possession 43 percent possession roma 57 lazio five out of nine shots on target roma two out of nine two out of uh one uh, yeah, two big chances for Lazio, one chance, big chance missed, no big chances for Roma, so you can't yeah. miss the big chances you don't have. Roma completed company. three out of 16 crosses for 19% cross completion rate. Ro uh, Lazio had two out of 10. Fucking Lukaku again. It's all his fault. Oh my god, yes. For, for, a, for a system, I've been over this last week. But for a system with three at the back, I'm pretty sure the wingbacks are supposed to do something, and we have the world's worst wingbacks to do no, we anything. Don't. I, I, I don't like people saying that. We just don't have them doing anything. Like they absolutely well. Okay, if we don't have them, if we don't, if we don't have them doing anything, then is that on the coaches or is that on them? Because you could be it's like, well, what is? I'm gonna well yeah, but the freaking player could be like, fuck you, I'm doing something else, and you know, I actually wanna win. But look, 
Karsdorp was doing meaningful, like, we knew he couldn't cross. He was a menace on the right side under Fonseca. Uh, Spinazzola was the world's best left-back under Fonseca. Like, what are we talking about? And then these, suddenly they just forgot players, to play football. These players you're mentioning were key for winning the Conference League, and now apparently they can't do shit. It's amazing how that happens. Like, because oh my goodness. there's only so much you can do playing on hype and playing on coach telling you be better, show me what you got. Like imagine if Arnold Schwarzenegger came to you and he's like, show me your leadership capabilities, and he's like, you need to do better. Uh, you would like work out for maybe a week, and then if your training consisted of just that, like past one week, you'd just be like, do you have any? Like, am I doing this correctly? My wrists hurt a little. Is this? normal and then he would just have nothing for you that's what jose's fucking coaching is like these guys are professionals who don't complain about it they just do what they're asked for or from but like it was very obvious when people were saying last week that when jose and fati were urging our players to go forward they were just like staring at them blankly like what do you mean <laughs> like yeah what do you mean go forward? Can you give us any other instructions? Who do I pass to? Where do I go? What do you want me to do? Where do we organize? We don't we didn't practice any plays. It's obvious we don't have any uh, whatever. I... <sighs> do you think that the my, Why am I so my, angry when it's over already? My thing is well you just need something to be angry at now that you have to be angry at Jalen <laughs> Brown only. Uh, I can't, he's playing well. There's nothing to be angry about. Fuck you, bro. I'm playing good. I hope he gets benched. I hope he makes the all-star game. Fuck you. Yeah. Um, My thing, though, is like with uh, De Rossi coming in as the coach, he's played with some of these players already. Are, are we going like, there? Are we going to talk about it? Being a player coach? Done? No. 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 no, no. About no. Are no. we going there? No. I don't mean him being a... Okay. So we're officially I'm... going into Daniela De Rossi. No. Um, no. No, I had a question because oh, okay. you were talking about the players being like, "Oh yeah, what what the heck do you want me to do?" Like, you want me to press up? I don't want to do that. Like, whatever. I'll just save that part for later. Remind me to circle <laughs> back to that. But uh, anyway, yeah. so Roma Roma lose in the Coppa Italia to Lazio. Uh, I guess I don't know which is worse: losing to Lazio or losing to Cremonese. I think listen to Cremonese because I was thinking. <coughs> That's a first for you. <laughs> yeah. I think I think listen to Cremonese just on the mer like we've lost lots of before. It's fucking it happens. It's embarrassing. I'm not Roman. I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, it's Romanian. <laughs> That's a different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not like, you know, we lose to Lazio and just I have to go to school tomorrow and just look at the one guy who's a Lazio fan and be like, oh no, don't look at uh, Don't say nasty things to me like, I suck. Nah, it, we gave we gave them the uh, fucking, what, I forgot the name, team. Cremonese. We gave Cremonese first win of the season. Like, to be fair, they did beat Napoli last year in the, in the Coppa. But, yeah, I don't know. Giving them the first win of the season in Serie A was just horrible. 
But there is also Udinese lost 4 0. There is also Bodo Glimt fucking 6 2. How? How did how was he not fired immediately on the spot? My god. I don't know. Probably because they're like, oh yeah, that's a fluke. We can we can work with that. I think um when we're talking about things that make memorable, like that make the shows that tenure memorable. I think seeing Roma fans celebrate so much though something honestly i'm gonna agree here with with uh, with mangoes what he said and has been saying everywhere online that like it's slightly embarrassing that roma fans are just killing themselves so much to celebrate the trophy that like again yeah it's a trophy it's nice that we want it but it's like eating a tub of ben and jerry's you're eating it and you're feeling really good but like Everyone's looking at you and going like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, for you. Uh, yeah. Try not to eat too much of it because you don't want diabetes. For like, <laughs> you know, you just, it's great that we won, but it's kind of like, okay, move on now. And yeah, but Roma who won the last like, one? Who won the last one? It was West Ham, right? Yes. It would be interesting to see who would win between West Ham and Roma. Ooh. Because I was reading in the Athletic, uh, they had an article about Jose being fired or released or whatever you want to call it. Um, and somebody's like, West Ham would absolutely destroy Roma. Roma is not even close to the level of West Ham. I'm like, are you fucking out of your mind? That's the dumbest thing I've read all day and I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, West Ham. Roma would absolutely yeah. draw with West Ham. No doubt about yeah. it. <laughs> Last time we're sixth in in the Premier League, which is kind of not that difficult considering Chelsea and Man United are just dog shit, and Newcastle lost four in a row. Uh, Newcastle are kind of anyway. I know, you know what's what's kind of sad. I again I appreciate winning Europe or Conference League, but there is a European Super Cup game. And the Conference League winners are just, you know, politely uninvited to that. So it's 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 a it's a nice little competition, but seeing fans celebrate was nice. Having fans, you know, having Roma be in the spotlight was really nice. Um, oh, actually, you know, be, you know, I'm still not done, but yes, Shut should up. interrupt me. Yes. Well, you interrupt me all the time. My turn. You know, it'd be interesting. The Europa League winner should play the champion, uh, the Conference League winner, and then they should play the Champions League winner. Uh, yes, I would like that. To. Would be that be how that goes? Uh, European Super Cup. They just play the play a round robin. Anyway, oh, so <laughs> European Super Cup. Play it every four years, and all the winners have to play each other's unless Juventus. Ooh, I like Real. that. Um, no, it's it's. The best, the best moment for me, I think, during Josera was the uh, the Bala. Maybe people say it's because of Jose. I think it's because nobody else wanted him. Napoli did, but they wouldn't pay stuff to be let him. Have. Um, that announcement was fucking bonkers. It was so good. And for me, it's not about celebrating any trophies. It's not about celebrating cups and whatever. It's that moment making players realize where they've come. You know. Dybala sitting on the stairs and be like, holy shit. Like, I... It was very obvious that Dybala's thought process was... Yeah, this is... I I didn't really think about this part. 
Like he was like, yeah, I'm going to be a big name that came to Rome and then seeing capital of Italy, one of the most legendary places on earth, going bonkers over one dude. That was great. Even though like two months later, I was like, fucking tell him he's useless. <laughs> all, he's, all he does is sit on the bench injured. Fucking tell him. Whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Dybala right now because like he's injured. What's like we knew this was coming, but uh, whatever. Uh, I don't like. I want him gone not because I want to get rid of injured players, it's because Jose relied only on Dybala and nothing else. I don't want my team to be dependent on only one player unless Cesc Totti. That's never gonna happen again. I don't want the Roma to be ever dependent on one player ever again. And we went from having Tammy Abraham, Pellegrini, Cristante lead the charge. You know, everyone doing their own thing, Al Sharawi, to somehow having only Dybala and nobody else. Like, I. So many times, rent about what Jose did. I, I, like, how does he even do that? How do you. How do you have the first season where you win a trophy and then go into the next season and you lose games and you're playing even worse? That's just amazing. But yeah, low point. Low point with Jose. Must be the Bodo Glimt, Anesi loss, Lazio losses, Milan losses, take your pick, you know, whatever. But I feel like people will just remember different things and be like, yeah, this is the low point. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, I, yeah, I honestly forgot about the Bodo Glimt massacre because that was, that was so bad that they had a whole jersey they unveiled for that and then promptly never wore it again. <laughs> Was it the yellow one or the blue one? It was one? the yellow yeah. one with the sash. They're like, oh my goodness, this thing is awesome. War oh, to that game, let us never speak of that again. Yep, 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 yep. Jose banned wearing the jersey. He benched the Awara for the rest of his career. He, what if? That was, that was beautiful. It was yes. a massacre. Um, you know, like in retrospect, it never sat well with me. And I never said this before to anybody, I think. That, that's... When, when we announced Jose and he was like, I'm on my way, you know? And there was like um Was it on a fucking airplane or something? Like a video, short video posted on Instagram of him watching, analyzing Ricardo Calafiori. And he's like, I'm already working. I'm already watching. It never sat well with me. That, that, that short was like... <laughs> are, you, are you trying to tell us you're already analyzing Roma without talking to anybody? And he, it just feels like it felt that like he was trying to hard to show to people how good he is as a coach. He knows everything. Like, you know, everything is in his control. He's analyzing all the players so that he knows work. Like, that's not how coaching is done. <laughs> that is for it. You first talk to players, see with your own eyes what happens, see what they can do in the things they want to This? Nah. I don't know. It just felt smug to me, and it's sad that that's how I see Jose right now as a dude who just pretends like he knows. You apply excessive force. I control. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm glad that he's gone. I I can't wait to. I'm like. I think now we can talk about DDR, but we have stuff to talk about. We have finally we can finally analyze players. We can finally analyze what's going on with Roma. 
There's like, we can say things like, Bove sucks, I want him benched, he's never gonna have a future, and then you can jump it with a knife and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, we can actually disagree and agree on new things. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm, I'm just, my point is, we can have different opinions now, except Bove sucked, the players that we know suck, they suck. We strategy that we used suck, which we know from watching Roma for two years now. You know, it's it, we we there is new things. There is this guy who came to Roma in the year of 2000, who uh, Fabio Capello put on in 2001 against Anderlecht, Belgian club. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. He was born one month after me on July 24th, but know about nine years before me holy shit i'm 31. daniele yeah. de rossi player who scored the most goals as a midfielder for italy since uh since world war ii uh i think his second all time there was like one midfielder who scored more uh, the world champion from 2006 the only trophy he's won in his career well coppa italia 2010 and also 2006 World Cup. He was part of the squad. He he's the coach. He is finally the coach. It's the guy who slapped La Padula in the face. Cut a red card. <laughs> Roma won the game anyway, but who cares? It's Daniela De Rossi. He's back. He's back. Guess who's back? Back again. Back. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm actually so happy to see him back. The video of him walking onto the pitch in custom-made DDR. It's just a training suit. Beautiful. Videos of people intercepting him in the street and he's like, I gotta go. And he's like, there's like 27 videos of him just walking around the room and he's like in a hurry and a rush. Where is he going? <laughs> Was he just like walking around the room and... Having like waiting for people to recognize him, so he's like, I gotta go, you know. So that he looks like in a rush, but he's just walking around trying to get people hyped about him. Like, I'm not sure what's what's what what he was doing in Rome all day. There's so many videos of him being intercepted by people, and everyone's going. Well, shit, yeah, but you. the thing is, is like You're you back. you yeah, but the thing is, like, you have to be in Rome anyway because you have to finalize all the contracts and shit. No, no, no. He did it right after Jose was fired, and two hours oh. before the announcement. And selected oh. all of his technical staff and, and coaches. Apparently, one of they let one of his technical staff go or whatever because he was Laziale. What? One of his technical staff isn't coming because he's Laziale. Like he's <laughs> the Curvin Nord and all that. They tried to infiltrate. <laughs> no, he's like apparently the Roma board and uh, I forget the guy's name, but they both came to a mutual agreement. Yeah, probably shouldn't be here. Okay, um, interesting. Uh, is that Guillermo Giacomazzi? I don't know. Let me look really, it up. That's a really interesting name too. I'm looking at LaRoma24.it. Uh, IT. Information uh, technology. Yes. Tardi. Uh, Guillermo Giacomazzi will be part of Daniel De Rossi's technical staff. He worked with Daniel De Rossi at SPAL. Uh, yeah, 
fucking the Rossi is back, man. 459 games for Roma, 43 goals scored. Five games for Boca Juniors, zero goals scored. One yellow card for Boca. Um, 21 goals for Italy, 117 caps, coached Spal for about two months before being fired. And yeah, now coaching Roma. So now can I ask my I, question? I don't know where to begin. Please do. It's a good icebreaker. So, I have some other things I want to mention about. Yes. So now that uh, Daniele De Rossi is the coach, um, is he going to shave like, his he's... beard to look less? No, medicine? hell no! Fuck no! God. <laughs> oh, um, no. The the thing is, is like he's played with some of these players before. Do you think they'd actually listen to him as a coach? It's like, come on, dude, you've you've played with us before. Like, so the fuck do you know? Yes and no. I think some players are going to pretend to listen to him and respect him. Um, I think, first of all, if you're an Italian player or played in Italy, you, you've you you've been around... Like, first of all, you have Spinazzola and El Shirabi. They They played with him and the Italian team. They respect him. Like, they know the institution that Daniel De Rossi is. And, like, for us, he's just the second captain of Rome. Of Roma, sorry. Um, I feel like for Italian players, he's the guy, the man, the leader, the brother to everybody, the father to everybody, you know, the guy who takes care of... Like, when players would arrive to Roma, Daniele De Rossi was the first guy to... He was the first guy to send messages. It wasn't Totti, you know? <laughs> Definitely wasn't Totti. Totti was like... You, you, you see him in training and then you're like afraid to approach him for the first month and a half <laughs> until he tells you to pass him the ball and you go, holy shit, Totti spoke to me. The Rossi is like the guy who goes like, "Hey man, if you if you have nowhere to sleep, just come over sleep at my place. I have like seven guest bedrooms. You can stay in one of them. I'll take you house hunting tomorrow." And you're like, "Holy shit! Are you using a translator? Why are you speaking English?" You know, <laughs> he was that guy. He, he he was the leader. So everybody knows him. Second, if you remember, it was a couple of years ago at this point where I don't know the coach's name, but the coach for Italy who wanted to put on Daniela De Rossi. Uh, on the pitch, and he was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Why are you putting me on? We need a we need a goal. Like, <laughs> why are you putting me on?" And uh, he refused to come on the pitch because they needed like that coach got fired. And I remember everybody saying like, "Nah, yeah, Italian players respect Daniele De Rossi a lot. They listen to him only, nobody else." Like, they know who he is. Second or third at this point, I forget. Um. Daniel De Rossi, all he has to do is just, you know, roll up his his legging and show him tattoo. Like you see the tattoo, and you're you just either remember what he did to you and respect him, or you get terrified because you don't know what it is, <laughs> and then somebody else tells you. Um, so yeah, the fucking awesome tattoo, best tattoo of all. Yeah. Uh, I think because he's only forty years old, I think he's going to. Uh, be involved in the practice a lot. Like, we see coaches often involved in the practice. And I think he's gonna be there. He's gonna be, you know, not sliding in to hurt everyone. Although, I would be fucking. It'd be hilarious if we hear Pellegrini is injured because that also slid in, broke his leg or something. This isn't <laughs> how you fucking tackle. This is how you tackle. <laughs> Brian, what are you doing? This is how you tackle. Oops. Uh, 
I don't know. I think he's going to be involved and play a lot. Like, he seems fit. He's still going to run around, do stuff. We've seen Totti, who was not really in the best shape of his life. Even in his last final years, he was still running around playing full games and charity events. So, De Rossi, I think, is in even better form. So, I think he's going to be there and he's going to earn the respect. He's going to be like, aha, yeah, yeah, come. Like, try to go around me. I'm 40 years old. Try to go around me. I'm just going to fuck him up because those instincts that brain that he has he is legendary for a reason like yeah he played for roma but man united wanted to buy him for about seven years straight <laughs> he just kept saying no to them like every single transfer window is like well here's the offer from united um the Rossi said no of course like it seven straight years it was you know every winter every summer so there is a reason for that he's He's an absolute legend of Italian football, and I I think it won't take much to earn respect of players. Um, that said, I'm not worried about respect of the players. I'm worried about players giving a shit. I think a lot of them know that they're gone, and they're just, you know, they'll, they'll be there to collect paycheck. Yeah, if nobody I have a feeling, them, they'll go to I got a feeling region. that that's a problem. People just sitting around collecting a paycheck. Nobody wants to play. Because Roma Maybe. has the third highest wage bill and is sitting ninth. So Maybe they will not play for Get... Daniela De Rosa. Uh, I don't know. We'll find out. Daniela, you know. Um, so, what do we want to talk about first, actually? Or whatever. Um, the tactics that he'll be employing? Or how, ho sorry, how horribly... We will uh, fail against all the teams because Derossi is a bad coach. Well, according to Transfer Marked, which is horrendously accurate, uh, he plays a, uh, I think I said a 4-2-3-1? A 3-4-2-1. <laughs> so, nothing changes. Yeah. Um, if you read through those spell or analysis articles. Like, first of all, it's Paul. It's Ser Syria B. Nobody cares about Syria B. They're trash. You know, it's not like championship where you pay attention to it because you'll be watching some of those teams in the Premier League and they'll be good and they'll have like 100 million to invest in shit. No, Serie B is just chaos and even Serie A is corrupt and weird and chaos. Serie B, whatever. Um, he had the job for what four months or something like that. Like um, he came in to replace a coach mid-season, which is never a good thing. He was fired mid-season as well, and the squad got relegated anyway. So it's not like Daniel De Rossi came in to fucking destroy the squad so that they were irreparably damaged. <laughs> even after he left, like that squad was bad anyway. Uh, the squad played 4-3-3, 4-2-3-1, 4-3-1-2 one, before he arrived. He came in, squad shifts to 3-5-2, often becoming 5-3-2 and 5-2-1-2-1. Yeah, is that it? 5-2-1-2. 5-1-2. I had one of those. Yeah, anyway. Um... They were focused, like their main focus when he was coaching them was to keep compact um, midfield. Like they had kind of a high line, I guess, like mid block, but they also pushed 
both forwards to pressure the defense. So they were set up like not very high, but the point of his uh, spell tenure was to overload and overcrowd the midfield and just be aggressive. Just like what Jose did was he would allow teams to have like to hold the ball and also pressure Roma and we would just concede pressure and concede and concede and concede until they just kind of walked the ball into the fucking into the net. And Rui was also conceding. Uh, whereas Daniel De Rossi is like, we won't really pressure you, but at some point we will. And they were trying to jump up. Like it's too small of a like thing to analyze, so like we have four months of whatever. So I feel like I'm not sure if we should be analyzing what he did at Spau. Uh, he obviously has some ideas. It's been a year since he had a job, so he obviously spent t time studying and preparing for something. It's not like we were like, hey, Daniele, you want to come in? And he's like playing laser tag and fucking learning to play Dota 2. Going like, yeah, well, I guess I could. <laughs> like, he obviously wants to be a coach. So, from what I was reading, he kind of uh, implemented some... Um, what's the Atlanta coach now? I forgot. Gian Piero, whatever. Gasparini. Gasparini. Uh, he also uh, seemed to like some Conte approach, but like with a little bit more aggression. Uh, he also liked to. Uh, he tried to emulate some of Spalletti's ideas as well. Like you can tell he had a mix. But here is what I'm thinking. I'm not really sure that we should be looking too much into what he did at Spal. I think we should look into what he can do as an interim coach. And I don't think. He's hundred percent gonna be an interim, interim, interim. I don't know. Temporary, temporary coach, caretaker. Um, I don't think it's 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 excluded that he can stay at Roma. Like he has six months to kind of prove that he has what it takes going forward. He might. Like we don't know. Um, a random nobody won Champions League with Chelsea. So, like you can you can you don't know. Uh, Daniela De Rossi spent 18 years or whatever, hang on, who's his career? 2001 until 2019, so yeah, 18 years. Standing in the midfield, barking orders at other midfielders, defenders, and at forwards and at wingers, so he surely has idea, like, and he's a legend, so he surely has some ideas on how all of those positions should play. Um, forwards and strikers, maybe not so much. So I feel like I don't think we're going to see that much from the forwards. Again, I don't know what he's been doing for a year. Maybe he was studying Pep Guardiola's attacks. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I do think that he's going to try to make the wingers be more useful, uh, be in better positions to connect with the rest of the team. Because at Spal, it seems like that that was the first thing they worked on, and one thing that marked his for whatever month Spal, uh, just compactness, just midfielders being open and playing with each other and always providing an option to the So that is something Rome has been missing extremely that's a good turn and i feel like that's something i can bring to the team um defensive compactness defensive solidarity pressing everything like we're talking about a guy who was playing one-man defense basically to half his career 
and he's taking over a team where one player walks into our box ball and then passes to another player while well, seven fucking Roma jerseys watches, watch him score. Ah! Whatever. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like De Rossi has a decent chance to prove that the team can be good. Um, that he can do something useful, that he can you know create some stuff. I feel like it's going to open up a lot of space for maybe players to, I don't know, uh, show their individual skill. I feel like maybe he might work with Dybala or something. Lukaku, whatever. But yeah. Breaking news. Yes. Check your direct messages. Yeah, I'm 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 on the 4G, so uh, it'll take a <laughs> take a couple hours. <laughs> oh, are you trying to tell me Chris Smalling's finally back from his injury? Chris Smalling's in training attire, listening to Daniela De Rossi <laughs> talk. He just didn't yeah. want to play for Jose. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I can't remember if I saw it on Discord or on Kia's Editati, but I remember somebody writing like, watch Jose get fired and Chris Smalling is immediately back to trading and playing full time. Yep. Oh, man. Uh, so let's see now. Who? All right. Well, his, wrap his, up. First five games, his first five games might be the easiest schedule of all time. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I'm next... What I was about to bring up. I'm like, what do you think's gonna happen? Roma versus Verona. Um, well, here's the problem, right? There is a list of injured players. Um, I'm gonna try to find it. One minute. About what? This is obviously good. Okay, Roma's so injured players? Players who will be out for the Daniele De Rossi's first match. Divala, Abraham, Smalling, maybe. Cristante, Mancini, Indica, Kumbula, Awar, Azmun, Renato Sanchez. I read somewhere. I read somewhere that he will have twelve senior players ready for the game, including two goalkeepers. <laughs> so I'm sorry, but I want a job where my only fucking choice I have to make is which goalkeeper starts. <laughs> <laughs> he has no other choices to make. That's the easiest shit ever. Hey, all of the healthy players, please take your place on the pitch. <laughs> How is that hard? You know. Isn't um, that like, um, ah, uh, shoot. I feel like there was a, um, a basketball game, uh, where when the Lakers had like seven healthy players, I think they had eight, but one of them got injured mid game. Yeah. And they, I think they still lost or something. Chris Kamen. No, they went to overtime and lost, but. They had a player. Or maybe it was a football. Maybe it was a football game recently. They had like eleven. They only had eleven players that could dress out. Hmm. I remember this being with the with the Lakers. I think. I where... saw this like last. I saw this within like the last week or two. Oh, no, this was years. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, not important. Anyway, what do you think's gonna happen? Uh, win, loss, or draw Verona. against Verona. Roma Verona. Here's my question. Why is Roma playing on a Saturday? <laughs> we never the play. Moment, we always play on a Sunday at 2.45 American the, time. The moment Jose leaves the fucking Italian Football oh, Federation is like, oh, bullshit. you know, oh, bullshit. you can play this Saturday. <laughs> uh, I know anyway. why. 
So anyway, I know why they did that. Because if Romo played on a Sunday, that means there's less time for Mourinho to complain. <laughs> Maybe. Because if it's fucking you play on a Saturday or a Friday or whatever, you have way more time to complain. I, yes, I was robbed. The referees, they robbed us. I, if I speak, I am in trouble. I don't the know. Players, I they feel... are shit. The technical <laughs> coaches, they are shit. The owners, I do not get any service from the owners. I do not know what to do. If I speak, I am in trouble. <laughs> well, this time he didn't speak. He didn't go to press conference. Oh my god, is that why he didn't do the press conference? That is so shit. Fucking Andrea Bellotti went out instead. Okay, beating a dead Horus, but Horus? Uh, Horus? He Horace didn't Grant. want to hold a press conference, really. After all the fucking trouble he got, he went through of, of trying to convince everyone he's the nice guy, he's the good guy, he's just there, you know, doing all the... He didn't want to speak to the press because he already got fired. He was like, fuck this, I'm out. That is what I'm doing with my job right now. Or like, they told me you have two months until your contract fires and we won't renew it. And I'm like, all right, see ya, I guess. See you in February. Ah, oh, that is so shit. Jesus. Okay. Uh, he didn't even like send Pellegrini. They sent Bellotti, who didn't play. Wait, did he play? He may have played like late game. Bellotti didn't play at all. Yeah. Uh, they sent Bellotti to speak. He was like, yeah, I don't know. We're, we're trying. We're, we're doing our best. Tough loss. Tough loss, you know what I'm saying? You get to enjoy uh, sounds of the street. Anyway. I, I don't know. I feel, I feel <coughs> it can go two ways. Um, either the players... Uh, I'm trying to not go into a rant again, but I have to. I'm sorry. Um, when Roma went to the Champions League semifinals with Isabi de Francesco, I claimed that that was basically Spalletti's team. He played Spalletti's tactics. He did exactly what Spalletti wanted to do with the team. He was deploying Raja as a false stand and uh, placing Pjanic like in, in central midfield role, uh, it worked because in Serie A teams would just shut down the middle of the park and we had nothing to do. Like we had no idea what to do. Surround Jacko with four players. That's it. Roma shut down. Uh, Champions League teams, however, they had way too much arrogance and confidence that they can play their own game against Roma. And it turns out, no, you fucking cannot, because Pjanic, Kevin Strotman, Daniel De Rossi, Rajan Angola, and Edin Dzeko, world-fucking-class players. Alisson, world-class goalkeeper. Like, we had some amazing players in that squad. And if you try to underestimate them there, like, you're gonna get fucked. I'm sorry. Um, so I thought that... It takes about half a season, maybe one full season, to undo everything the previous coach did. And I felt like Roma getting past Barcelona was just pure Spalletti. Um, I felt like the first half of the season when Jose arrived, was he was still playing Fonseca's football. Because he was kind of experimenting, if you if you remember. He was playing four-man backline. He wasn't playing the three-man back. Um, and then he was slowly experimenting and tweaking it and making some small changes and then going back to the uh, Fonseca lineups and stuff. And eventually, he like Pellegrini was looking amazing uh, first half season, and then he kind of cooled off. And then we settled in. 
Classic Joseph Shittery. So I feel Derasic cannot be blamed for anything that happens this season because he'll basically be playing a Jose team, and I don't think that can change the entirety of it of the season. Then again, the reason why you do this, the reason why you get new coaches in the middle of the season is to shake the team up. Um, if there is some bad blood toxicity, some you know people not get really caring anymore or giving up, you mix things up, you make you freshen it up, you bring introduce some. It's just new stuff. In the NBA, that usually works. Uh, that lifts teams up. In Serie A, I guess it can work. A lot of smaller teams just you know change two, three coaches per season to try to get something out of them and uh, out of that momentum boost. So this could be a small momentum boost where everyone's like, hell yes, I want to prove myself today. You know, they don't see. I don't know. I I I see it going either the same way Jose's team was doing, and also I can see, I can definitely see uh, Roma going on a small win streak and a patch or a stretch of good results, just because Daniel De Rossi might tell players, "Hey, just go out there, do what you want to do, just do what feels natural. I won't tell you how to play football. Just try to do whatever you want to." Uh, whatever you your instincts tell you. I feel he might be that kind of a coach. I don't think he's going to come in and be like, you try to defend more, you stop going forward, you also cannot go forward, like, go back, you have to defend, you have to be in defense. Like, he's not going to do that. He's just going to be, you know, full vibes. So I definitely see that happening. My expectations, though, um, I think Roma is way too talented. Think that Jose has been keeping them down with his bullshit. Um, I think we're going to beat Verona. I think we're going to beat Salernitana. I think we're going to beat Cagliari. And I think we're going to beat Al Shabab. Isn't that and a terrorist I... organization? Maybe. Oh. <laughs> Depending on what kind of football they like, if they hire Mourinho, then <laughs> they definitely. That would are. be hilarious. Yes, Al Shabab hires Mourinho. <laughs> all of a sudden, just fucking shit house a one zero win. Um, and I think Roma Inter is gonna end with a draw, where it's gonna be like a real test. Of, that's what I'm looking for. Oh, that's for. a fucking loss. Don't even. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm 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 just gonna put my hopes into Daniel De Rossi teaching players and telling them, you know, about how to play better, how to be more cohesive. Because honestly, I really, really, really feel like all of our players were told to play some things that they've never done in their lives, and they were just playing on hype and Jose inspirational matches, which can only take you so far. Um, unlike ever before, uh, wait, hang on. Okay, no, my bad. It was a bit different. Jessica actually played for Roma's first team. Um, I was going to say, unlike ever before, Roma has a coach who actually played the game. We also had Luis Enrique, who was, you know, pretty good in his. Um, but okay, so I heard Pep Guardiola long... played for Roma. Why can't he come back? <laughs> in a long time, in a long time, Roma has a coach who has actually been out there, who knows how a game of football is played and looks like and what it should be like. He knows what the practice is supposed to look like. He's been through fucking 20 coaches. Like, 
he's he's learned a lot from them. And we finally have a guy out there who knows what players need. He's the player's coach. So much like Tiago Mota breaking through as one of the these new Gadit coaches, Daniele De Rossi might also have his moment and be like, you know, a savant. I don't know. I just think that he's going to recognize that this team was strapped, uh, that they were, you know, being, what do you call it, like forced into a wrong hole or forcing a square peg into a round hole, whatever the fuck, I don't know. I feel like he's going to recognize that, give them freedom, give them liberty, encourage them to like try new things, try to do some things unleash Lukaku and Dybala, try to provide them with some support, try to give them, you know, more players to play with, have Cristante bomb forward more, uh, and force Pellegrini, like, encourage Pellegrini to try to, you know, be... Like, we're going to have a guy who basically spent 18 years being a captain behind the captain tell Pellegrini how to be the captain. He's, we're going to have uh, Eduardo Bove, who everyone wants to see become another De Rossi, learning from fucking De Rossi. I don't know. I feel I feel this team has way more potential uh, than they're showing. Oh yeah, there's there's definitely way more potential, but I don't know. The I I I'm really curious as to see how the squad reacts to uh, Mourinho being gone and Durasi taking over. Uh, I honestly can't see it going very well right now, considering. We have several key players out for international duty, and the rest of them are duty. injured to hell and back. So, you said duty. Yeah, we have Lukaku. We and there's the Lukaku. We should be scoring goals. Yes, I don't know why not, but anyway, Roma, well, Verona, um, Saturday. A special shout out to one one thing that uh, I. Don't want to get to mention whoever edited Daniel Drossi's fucking Wikipedia page. He's coaching AS Roma. He's not coaching the city of Rome for fuck's sake. Spal and then Rome. Current team Rome. Place of birth Rome. Those are not same things. Jesus. Yeah. AS Roma Associazione Sportiva Roma. Get it right. Have you ever made an account on Wikipedia, though? Uh, no. Yeah, me neither. One of the rare places that I don't have. Never had to. Uh, yeah. So, I feel like that wraps it up. I think we might see a lot of youth being incorporated and added to the system. Um, especially if Pinto keeps bringing these kids from out of nowhere. I feel they all get... Like, everybody's already writing this, like, chalking this off to the last season. Uh, we may finish 15th. We may finish 16th. We may finish 4th. I don't I, I really don't know. I don't know what to make of this. If he finishes, we'll if Durasi turns it around and finishes 4th, there should be a fucking statue of him for, like, reasons. <laughs> I mean, dude, he has fucking Dybala and Lukaku and Tammy Abrams coming back and Belotti and Asmund Sar Like, you realize that right now this team has so much offensive fire, fire, firepower. Uh, the most that Rossi has ever seen on his team, next to himself, playing in, in, in attack, was when we had Erin Jacko. <laughs> like, 
that's all. Erin Jacko. Like before that, it was what Totti and maybe maybe Pablo Daniel Osvaldo, Totti and Mirko Vucinic. Like what? And then Totti was playing as a midfielder those days anyway, because Paletti. Um, and Enrique. Like now he's like, hey, I can put Belotti and Azmun and Lukaku and Lu and Dybala on the pitch. Like really? Jose was having issues. And Stefano Sharawi. What are we talking about? Whatever. Um I feel I feel people should be jealous of De Rossi because he has zero pressure and all of the toys to have fun with. If he wants, he can put Belotti in defense. Like, who cares? What's he gonna get fired? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, Friedkin's gonna fire De Rossi, but they can't because nobody else wants to take over. Like, Ryan Friedkin coming out, out of out of helicopter to just coach the team. Ted Lasso's team. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we need Ted Lasso. I don't know. <laughs> Bring Bill Belichick. He's free. Wait a minute. Where, 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 where's the ragu sauce? What, what's this cacioe beppe kind of shit? <laughs> Bill Belichick is a full coach. No, we do not need the hoodie in Syria. That would be horrible for everyone. Sleeveless hoodie. The hoodie. Do you think? Do you think Bill Belichick is going to Dallas? No, he's going to the Eagles. No. Yep. What? Oh my god, I talked to uh, a colleague of mine who was an Eagles fan, and I was like, do you think Jerry Jones was calling Bill Belichick all day? And he's like, I'm sorry, I, I am an Eagles fan, but those names don't really resonate with me. I, I'm not sure what, you, what you're talking about. And I'm like looking at him like, are you, are you like trying to say that like, let's not talk about this? Or are you really just, and he was like, no, I have no idea what those, I've heard those names. And I was like, well, he, Jerry Jones, Dallas, and Belichick, the Patriots coach. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Don't the Eagles and Dallas have some rivalry? Hello. The Eagles and Cat Dallas do have some rivalry. Thank you. Like a lot of rivalry, like. They're constantly shit-talking who had the biggest loss this weekend. <laughs> oh my, like, I don't know if, whatever. Bring him to Serie A. We need Cleveland's hoodie. Yes, uh, no we don't. Anyway. I'm, would love leaving. To train I'm leaving to go train under Daniele De Rossi. Goodbye. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for, for listening, and I hope we can finally start talking about some more sensible things in this podcast for a change. Bye! Daniela's back!
suckers and the strain black rain black rain elements of mind to feel the rain from behind black rain black rain peace through the in the game black rain black rain through the struggles and the strain black rain black